Hi, and welcome to St. Andrew's Ministries. This is Brother Louie. Welcome to our podcast, and we thank you for joining us. Uh, We've got a great message this week, and uh, we just wanted to share it with you. So I hope you enjoy it, and remember always, you can check us out at www.standrewsministries.org. You can uh, check out our social media from there and other messages we do on our blog page. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can do so there. That's www.standrewsministries.org. Hope you enjoy it. And if you like it, share it with somebody. Spread the word of Christ throughout the world. Thank you. Hope you enjoy Hello, and once again, welcome to St. Andrew's Ministries. I'm Brother Louie, and I want to share with you something that uh, is on my heart. And it's called, entitling it, The Crossroads. And before we get into that, I just want to uh, say a quick prayer. Father, we thank you for allowing us to come together once again, Lord. We ask that you... Bless those that are listening to this or watching this, Lord, and as this message goes out, that you will touch the hearts of those who hear or see this. And I ask, Lord, that you be once again with Brother Wallace as he's battling cancer and the blood clot, Lord, that you'll dissolve that blood clot, Lord, because he is your faithful servant, and he has preached your word for years, Lord, and Lord, we lift him up in this time of need for healing. Lord, we ask that you just guide the hands of the physicians, Lord, and give them wisdom as they treat Brother Wallace, your faithful servant, Lord. And we ask that you be with St. Andrew's Ministries, Lord, that you will bless it, that you will uplift it, and that you will allow it to flourish, Lord. We thank you for what you've done in our lives, Lord. Bless those out there who are once again, listening or watching this this video, Lord, I thank you in Christ's name. Amen. The text today is Jeremiah six sixteen. Thus says the Lord, stand at the crossroads and look and ask for the ancient paths where the good way lies and walk in it and find rest for your souls. But they said, we will not walk in it. Today, we are at a crossroads in our nation. On one side, we have the Bolshevik socialist solution. On the other, we have capitalistic law and order. Yes, our history as a nation is not perfect, and we as a nation have transgressions that many nations have had. Progression to a modern world has left pain and heartache, but... We have turned away from the ghosts of the past. America was founded on Christian ideals, ideals that all are created equal. Paul in Galatians tells us, There is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither slave nor free man, there is neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. Once we realize that we are a part of the family of God, we can once again have peace that passes all understanding. Our nation must turn back to God. We must go back to Bethel and walk the ancient paths. 
We as Christians are commanded to be the light, to show the world that they are lost, but that they can be redeemed. We need help to wake up and help bring back this nation to its original ideals. Now, in this passage in Jeremiah, he is warning Judea that this is the time to turn back to God and prevent the disaster that awaited them in the Babylonian exile. Jeremiah's prophecy here is important in two ways. First, it was a warning and a call to repent, to return to the Lord, so that he could save them from honestly themselves. Judea, instead of trusting the Lord to protect them from the nations that surrounded them, they sought alliances who they thought were stronger nations, and they assimilated themselves to the foreign gods and barbaric practices. The priests in the temple in Jerusalem, though, failed to preach repentance, but sought to tickle the ears of those that would hear so that the coffers would be full. Jeremiah's message was one of both judgment and hope, though hope was only possible if the people would repent of their iniquity and once again become faithful to God. Secondly, the prophecy here is important because Jeremiah is warning Judea that this will be punishment for the many transgressions that had been committed by the people. God did not fail them in his promise of protection. This would help Judea recognize as their enemies were not as powerful as they thought. The Lord, as they would later realize, is more powerful. As David put it in Psalms, some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. Jeremiah later in Lamentations tells us, But this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore I will hope in him. We as a nation can bring can, can have hope in steadfast in the steadfast love of the Lord. He wants us to return to him and once again be that nation that trusts in him and who sends out those who will proclaim the word. Go and proclaim these words toward the north and say, Return, faithless Israel, says the Lord. I will not look on you in anger, for I am merciful, says the Lord. I will not be angry forever. Only acknowledge your guilt that you have rebelled against the Lord your God and scattered your favors among strangers under every green tree and have not obeyed my voice, says the Lord. Return, O faithless children, says the Lord, for I am your master. I will take you one from a city and two from a family, and I will bring you to Zion. Jeremiah chapter 3, 12 through 14. All we have to do is repent. All we have to do is show the rest of the nation the sins that they have committed and not beat around the bush. We have to preach to the nation that sin is sin, that the word of God is true, and that what he says is the final word. Christ in his death and resurrection has covered it all. All we have to do is turn back to him, repent, and turn from our wicked ways, and once again, he will be faithful to hear our land. We as Christians need to shout it from the rooftops that he has paid our sin debt. We are the mirror the world sees that they need a redeemer.
and he is Christ. Like the hymn says, our hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. His redemption is all we need as a nation to heal our land. The riots and the protests are nothing more than just reactions to being told that we are all sinners in the hands of an angry God. Satan has a long history of trying to destroy this nation. Why? Because this nation has produced more men of God who will preach the word of God, men who are not ashamed of the gospel, men who are not trying to water down the word just to tickle the ears of those in the pews so the offering plate will be full. Men who tell it like it is, that the word of God is the final answer. Men who preach that there is hope in the life-saving blood of Jesus. I will be very honest here and speak some truth that a lot of people refuse to hear. Feminism in the church has all but ruined American Christianity. We need to go back to Bethel and find the ancient paths. The word of God is true. What it says about the family in order in the in order in his church, is what we need as a nation to heal. We need to turn back to him. I saw a sermon by a female speaker who stated that the Great Commission is not a part of the gospel and that it's white supremacy. We have let unbiblical wolves penetrate the church as a whole. In the name of getting along, we have forgotten what the Bible says about family and order in his church. The truth is, we are Judea. The Lord can hold back his wrath for only so long. He is pleading with us as a nation. If my people, who are called by my name, humble themselves, pray, seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear them from heaven, and I will forgive their sin and heal their land. And he tells us that in Second Chronicles 7.14. We must stand up and say, enough is enough, and cleanse the church of this unbiblical teaching and restore her to the light. We must get on our knees and repent for the time is at hand. Do we want to become a Marxist socialist nation that will eventually make Christianity illegal? Where are the God-fearing men to preach the word, to tell it like it is, even though at this time it is very unpopular to tell the truth? Christ came to seek and save the lost, but he also said, Do not think that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I have not come to bring peace, but a sword, as he tells us in Matthew 10, 34. Don't be foolish and think that this is some walk down the primrose path. We are at war right now for the very soul of this great nation. And we are standing around as Christians, afraid to go to battle because it might offend some people. Earlier in chapter 10 of Matthew, Christ says, So have no fear of them, for nothing is covered up that will not be uncovered, and nothing secret that will not become known. What I say to you in the dark, tell in the light, and what you hear whispered, proclaim from the rooftops. Matthew 10, 26 through 27. He tells us to proclaim what he has said. The word of God has been settled a long time ago. There's no changing it. There's no rewording it. There is no use to hide the difficult passages. Just as Christ told the Pharisees, Why do you not understand what I say? Is it because you cannot accept my word? You are from the father of the devil, 
and you choose to do your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there's no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks according to his own nature, for he is a liar and the father of lies. But because I tell the truth, you do not believe me. John chapter 8, 43 and 45. We are letting a small minority destroy our culture that this nation had years ago and was proud of it. We have let the 2% that control Hollywood and the modern music machine and pretty much all of media corrupt our youth. Today's pop culture is nothing but a sewer of anti-Christian propaganda from the Bolsheviks that took over Eastern Europe in 1917. When you have a former prostitute sing a song that glorifies her genitalia, and that song is available to young girls who think that this is how they should be, the children of Satan are waging a war against the very foundations of our American culture. We are asleep, and we are letting Satan win. We must fight back. We must drop to our knees and start praying for the very soul of this great nation. We must get into the word of God. We must once again separate the evils from the world. We are called to be set apart. Christ says that you are the salt of the earth, but if the salt has lost its taste, how can its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything, but is thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world, a city built on a hill that cannot be hidden. No one after alighting a lamp puts it under a bushel basket, but on the lampshade, and gives it light to all the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. Matthew 5, 13-16 We are called to live in holiness, to be a mirror to the world so that they may come to Christ. Peter tells us, Therefore prepare your minds for action. Discipline yourselves. Set all your hope on the grace that Jesus Christ will bring you when he is revealed. Like obedient children, do not be conformed to the desires that you formerly had in ignorance. Instead, as he is who called you is holy, be holy yourselves in all your conduct. For it is written, You shall be holy, for I am holy. If you invoke as the Father one who judges all people impartially according to their deeds, live in reverent fear during the time of your exile. 1 Peter 1, 13-17 We are ambassadors for the cause of Christ. We are to put on the whole armor of God. Once we do that, we should run with the shield of faith and the sword of the word of God and go to battle with these evil spirits and demons. Michael Kelly Blanchard wrote the song, Be Ye Glad, and the last verse of the song is very poignant here. So be like lights on the rim of the water, giving hope in a storm sea of night. Be a refuge amidst the slaughter of these fugitives in their flight. For you are timeless and part of a puzzle. You are winsome and young as a lad, and there is no disease nor struggle that could pull you from God, be ye glad. We are at a crossroads. Will you stand up and fight? Or will we just let the world run over us? 
I know that I will do what I can through God's grace to be that soldier that will fight for the souls that need to come to his fold. Will you join me? Father, once again, I ask that you take this message and just spread it out among the world, Lord, that people will be touched, that hearts will hear, hearts will be opened, and that people will come to you, Lord. We pray for our nation, Lord. We pray that you will come and heal our land, Lord, because we so desperately need it right now. We thank you for all that you've done. And we thank you for the many blessings that you have bestowed upon us. All this we pray in Christ's name. Amen. Please share this video with your friends. And please visit our webpage, standrewsministries.org, if you'd like more information. Thank you so very much, and I hope and pray that everyone who hears this will have a wonderful day. Thank you, and God bless.